You're listening to Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Hi, everybody. I'm Brian. I'm Joey. Welcome back to episode 76 of Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Hello, friends. Hello, strangers. If you're new here, you know this is a podcast where we talk about gravel bikes, adventure biking, bike packing in general, all around bike fun. But if you've listened to any of the past 75 episodes, you probably know that we <laughs> seldom actually cover all of those things. I am very, very excited tonight. Joey, do you want to tell them why I am so excited? We had dinner together. We had dinner together. <laughs> We're sitting across a table from each We're other. The, We're in the old uh, recording studio. There, there are flowers on the table in between us. This yeah. is magnificent. <laughs> this is magnificent. I just had myself a nice finger of what was that stuff? Wolford Woodford Reserve. Woodford Reserve. Um, so I had a little celebratory uh, alcohol consumption, and now I'm back to my unsweetened iced tea. But. Uh, it is good to be back in the fold. It is good to be back in person. We are practicing. Let everybody know. Yeah, Social uh, distancing. There's a good six feet between us. We didn't kiss. I mean, honestly, how often do we ever get within six feet? <laughs> I don't know. There's a picture of us in the pool together That's last true. year. <laughs> That's true. You couldn't put a uh, piece of paper between you, me, and Wes. <laughs> uh, and does. we were mostly naked. It, it feels fantastic <laughs> to be back on a hot mic in a yeah. studio so and i apologize about whatever happened last was last week was my mellow week too wasn't it yeah last week was you were really I mellow. Was just totally worn from work if i had to guess i i think your mic oh i know i didn't did i tell you fully what happened no um thanks mr steve Jobs. so i have a macbook pro that only has usbc uh-huh. um so i don't have any other ports so i have a that little uh a little thing i plug in yeah well i got a re- I got to get it fixed. My little thing, um, one of the, the USB jack, USB jacks, um, I plugged into the wrong one, which uh, is inconsistent. So you, it kept going back and forth, mostly to my computer mic, and then my fan was running on my computer. Okay, yeah. So because it, it sounded like it sounded literally like you had like paper and you were crumpling it in front of the yeah. microphone, and I didn't. I could have cut your track out. But I kept <laughs> reacting to it yeah. and talking about it, and it would have been really weird. <laughs> so I left it in. Apologies to everybody that suffered through episode 75. I do believe there were some nuggets in there. I uh, think there was some good stuff in there. We had a great conversation. As my dad told me growing up, they're not all winners. That's exactly <laughs> right. Anybody? Well, we have winners. We do have winners. Oh, winners? We uh, have winners this week. Tell us what's going on on Patreon or oh, PayPal. We have pa- I didn't even know... Uh-huh. Um, I only saw one of these. Uh, Casey from Belfont, PA, upgraded his support to a higher level. Thank so, you. Chapo. So that's Casey. We met Casey, at, Casey? Un- yeah, at Unpaved. I don't, I don't know if I want to use people's last nah, names. No, we won't. Yeah, Casey but, from Unpaved. Yeah, we met him. He was like, I think he was one of the very first people that we ever like encountered in the wild and said, here, have stickers. Oh. Uh, you know was what? that Casey that we saw on the side of the mountain? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just I, riding JRA? I'm pretty sure he's JRA. He's no, like, hey, dude, have some stickers. I'm pretty sure that's the that guy. Case? I don't want to make the other Casey feel bad if it's not even Casey. Oh, I, I, God, I hope not. I, uh, I, Casey? I, hope, I hope I didn't get that wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. But I could be wrong. I actually need to send, I'll send him some more stuff. Yeah. Casey, is that a Casey guy or girl? Casey guy. So it's Casey with a female. This sounds weird, but. Well, my daughter. Sorry to the Casey's, because isn't the Casey's female with a K? Uh, no, I think you mix it up either way. Yeah. Either way. I mean, I don't care. I I, <clears throat> I don't want to keep saying him or her. My my daughter's name is Casey. Yeah. So I, I think that's one of those names could go either way. Yeah. And does. It does. It does. And it does it well. It goes back and forth. Just fine. What um, else, though? What else? Oh, there's another real-life Joey in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joey from... Mosley, Virginia, ordered a sticker pack, which I do need to send out tomorrow morning. And it was the cool sticker pack. It was yeah. the, the Deadhead sticker pack. Yeah, speaking of Deadheads and uh, keep uh, farting around on stuff, you know what our next t-shirt needs to be? And I saw it when mm-hmm. I took Max out. What? Tie-dye. Well, we talked about that. Did we, we talk about, about tie-dye? Yeah, we talked about doing the Steal Your Face with that. I just think something in tie-dye now. Like, yeah. I really, it's summertime, so I'm kind of in that 
<laughs> now are we gonna here's the are you going to yeah, I, I didn't say we are you gonna hand make the tie dye or are we gonna buy tie dye? I figured we tie it. <laughs> we get, it's summertime. We could probably find some middle schooler like here you go, little fella. <laughs> you want to get here's fifty bucks, stuff. make me a hundred shirts, <laughs> or we could probably just get Tom to do it. <laughs> hey, there's a Tom call. Yeah. That it. That works. What uh, we all talked about earlier. What what is it that you have that we're drinking tonight? What do I have? Yeah. Oh, do you want to actually? Yeah, 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 yeah. My small stash I need to build back up. Um, it is the uh, Distillers Select Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. It's delicious. And it's like one of those classy ones, too. Nice mm. label, nice bottle. Mm. Um, it was my birthday present for my boss, Dave. It's nice. Which, um, it was good. I, the first night, I mean, I haven't got through too much. To, I drank too much the first time I got it there, like really quickly. Yeah. Like the day I, after I got it. That's a savor whiskey. Yeah, that's just like that other that's bottle I, I have over here. It's you did, a little saver. It's not like regular Maker's Mark where you just, all right, one one a night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I work in the bike industry. One a night works. <laughs> uh, I just had a little finger of it yeah. just to get a taste of it and have a celebratory drink. So I'm, because I'm, I'm down at your house, so I'm driving home. Yeah. I'm not going to drink a bunch of that tonight. So, well, it was either that and I drink about one and a half of these full of tea every day. Yeah, I drink <laughs> That's a lot 32 ounces. <laughs> I drink so, I drink way too much tea during the course of the day. Whiskey and tea is good, though. Mm. Honey whiskey. Honey, oh, yeah. Honey that is delicious. Honey whiskey little iced tea. Used to do that <laughs> oh, in high school. That I was just kidding. Deal. Okay, so you want to do your you want to do your catch-up first? you want me to do my catch-up yeah. first? Yeah, man, it's funny, though. Like, last Tuesday, I don't... It's just... The last three together. months have been a blur. However, I did finish building a Diverge Pro, which um, is that tomato red. Like, okay. you almost want to hate it, but it's like... But it is can't. that shade of red that's... Like they did it. I don't know why. It just looks sexy. Does it? Is it border on that burnt orange kind? It's of? It's kind of like you. You want to hate it at first, and you stare at it, and you just like. You remember when like Cameron and Ferris Bueller just stares at the artwork? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, um, uh, um. So is that is that a, a bike for somebody? Or yeah, is that it's, just sold. Came, it's sold. It's okay, sold. Like I ordered it a while ago. I actually got like the last one until like August. Okay. Um, I'm, oh, there's more than one, obviously, but yeah. we got lucky with that one because because of, of Rona in the bike industry, right? And that's the one with the force axis. And um, oh man, that's a total brain fart. Uh, Kelly Paddock uh, has one of those now. Oh, she that's she got I've the new that. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple people on those. Yeah. Um, they're just like. The perfect, but they're, they're like the bike where it's like, what's the point of buying an S-Works? The right. price points, it's good. You get everything. It's just, it's light. It comes with a nice new Terra gravel wheels. Like, cool. It's a solid gravel racing rig. So is it already out the door, or have you taken pictures of it yet? Uh, pictures on my camera. I'm going to upload them. Okay. When I, I don't know, depends how much I drink tonight. So <laughs> so that's it. That's something you can, yeah. you, you will see by the time this airs, because we record on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm going to put them on the shop page, and I might actually, yeah. since our... GTD page is slow. I yeah, might just post it. There. Put them on there. Absolutely. Um, what else so, is going on? Um, what else is going on since then? Well, you typical go. bike shop. We have been, we're about two weeks now on repairs, which is about every bike shop. And that's, we are down to. That's not bad. On It's funny because we, the number we're at this month is, I don't know how we're at that number of sales, <laughs> like dollar amount. Right, like we have nothing left, but you're still. You're but still, you know, we I, like I look at reports or Dave will text me on Saturday. He's like, I mean, what are you guys selling? Like, <laughs> there's no, there's there's like twelve bikes left in the store now. I think or eleven or something. Well, you remember I asked you about that uh, either last week like, or the week before. Just stuff keeps selling. You don't expect it. Like all the oddball stuffs left, and it's just selling. We also had a huge run of. I told you about kayaks. Yeah, like kayaks were ridiculous. Um, Flying out the door paddle boards, and uh, I still have people asking me for like discounts and deals i'm like no so I'm now i'm just gonna sell it at full price to the next person so now is is specialized or or salsa or any of those or qvp are they are they are they anticipating that they're gonna have bikes back in shops hands by um, july i've gotten emails from a specialized rep there's or bikes that we've had on back order for a while might start showing up in july we actually got like five or six bikes today huh. that were like pre-sold and there's like new rock hoppers we have for the floor what um, like two. One is the twenty-six inch, like kids version. Uh, um, so they brought back the twenty-six inch when there's like, I cannot buy a twenty-six inch tire or tube right now. <laughs> oh god! I can't buy eight, seven, eight speed stuff. It's crazy. I actually ordered off a internet store 
they had three eight-speed shifters left. I bought all three of them at like full MSRP. <laughs> I, I could see this now. Yeah. You're going to have like grown men walking in looking at that 26 rock hopper going, yeah, I'll I buy can, it. I can make that work. It's like a gorilla on a moped. Um, specialized man in a little coat. <laughs> se- yes. I watched that the other night. Um, so Specialized is a huge company and, and they're working hard. And our reps are great. Ben from Specialized is great. Kira. Yeah. Um, all those people. Man, like our QVP and Salsa guys, like they're just different level. And I know it's a smaller niche thing, but I get a phone call every couple of days from like Wes from QVP, which, oh, okay. and, and they kind of hold Salsa and like our outside rep for QVP, Mike, yeah. he'll chat with me every so often. And Mike will be like, hey man, like they gave me seven timber jacks for like my whole territory. You want one? And then like, I got a call from Wes today. He's like, hey, I'm putting a batch of journeymen through. Like, can I help you out? Like, yeah it's a little bit more personable and like yeah. I feel like they care a little bit more for each store and you know I snag five journeymen that'll they're about three weeks out but yeah. he's going around and he knows who his better dealers are and um, I don't know it's just it's like I said it's a little bit more right uh, I don't know it's just cinema, I don't know intimate yeah intimate you know we chat and we you know we're not always talking bikes and I think I like I like building relationships with people like that sure I don't want it to be the Sure. I only call you when I'm angry or pissed off. And yeah. uh, you know, like, and Wes knows. We'll call and just chat. Yeah. Um, Wes Lake. I will put Wes's last name out there because he, he needs another pack of beer. I think his other one got lost <laughs> since he's been working from home. I do want to send him some GTD swag again. Um, tell, no. me what, tell me what size t-shirt. I've got a few of them I think left. He's a large. I ain't got none of those left. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll send him, I sent him some shop stuff and some of our stickers, but I think the first batch got lost. Yeah. They had like... This might be a really long number because I might have forgot, but I think I might have told you I th- might have been nine million dollars sitting on their shipping dock of inventory for them trying to restock. Yeah, you did tell me about they, that. Like there was only so many people that work there, and it's funny because at first they laid off people in the beginning of all this when everyone didn't know what to do, and uh, well, I think it, they brought everyone back. But it's it's supply chain. Yeah. I mean, you know, there can be product sitting in trucks and sitting on loading docks. But if you don't have people in the warehouse to physically yeah. move it to then get it distributed, it, it, it doesn't do you any good. So yeah. there could be a backlog of rock hopper sitting somewhere. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> it's a container off the... Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it might have been all for pictures, but I don't, QVP is a pretty hands-on, like, mm-hmm. personal company. But they even had, like, the big wigs out restocking shelves yeah. on their Facebook. Yeah. And I, I kind of believe that because of that kind of company. You remember I told you I interviewed with... Oh, yeah, Q? Uh, Salsa. Oh. It, it was with Salsa, but it was when they, you know, they'd become a part of Q. Yeah. And didn't go anywhere. Nobody yeah. wanted me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to the kid. And un- <laughs> Unpaved will happen. You did like, not hear that here, but... I'm not spreading rumors, but... <laughs> also, like, I would have moved to Minnesota. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. You thought the mosquitoes out back here were bad. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Cold, Actually, cold and mosquitoes. Cold and bugs. Ah, no, nah, not, not, that's not my game. So I wonder how... And I guess we could talk to Dave in private first. Like, you know how Salsa had... Salsa ended the chase. Right. I wonder what Salsa's appearance at events are going to be like this year. Are they still going to come in full board to like unpaved and that's kind of the only one that's a good, <laughs> 30 cans is rescheduled? Good question. I don't know. Um, it, it, I was thinking about that. I want to. Yeah. Well, maybe that'd be a part of something we're talking about yeah. doing some stuff in the future about oh, what things man, are going to look like. Dave could probably so. get to. I've, I've sent him like multiple emails and I know he's a busy man. Stop stalking. Like the I've kid. sent him like three and I'm like, hey man. Um, <laughs> Stop stalking. You want to go fishing? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Hey, what's in the table between us? What is that right oh, there? Oh, yeah. Speaking of such events, well, let's go over this one really quick. Okay, yeah. <sighs> Let me find my phone. So Joey so, got some stuff. Saturday, we got two packages at the store. And Dave, the first one um, was well written out um, to, let's see. All right, well, Dave just sent it. Dave sent it very professionally to Joey Sikorsky at the Protection Adventure Center um, from Dave Pryor. Um and inside it was, I actually got another one of those foam hats. Yeah. You know, oh, um, yeah. It's over there. You could take it. Jess was wearing it around a headpiece the other day. Um, and we else. got some of, oh, what? <laughs> nothing else. Oh. Yeah. No, that'd be me. <laughs> that'd she, be you. No, that'd be totally me. I mean, I answered the door in my underwear today for you. <laughs> yeah, truly. Totally in a Hawaiian yeah. shirt. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was butt naked when I opened the window upstairs and yelled down to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I had this shirt on, but. Um, and then Dave comes over, hands it to me, and he's like, 
does anyone know who the ginger trash panda is? Like, I just declined a package from Lawrence, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> and um, I don't, and I didn't see it anywhere in there. Maybe it got lost, but it just says order fulfillment. Um, yeah. So somebody sent me a, I'm going to get back to the Dave one, okay. a t-shirt and it, there was nothing in it. Maybe there was supposed to be something that says who's it from, but it's, and that could have been Illinois just by whoever had the shirt in stock. Uh-huh. Um, it's a nice soft shirt. It's a green shirt. It says, I can show you some trash, and it's a possum and, <laughs> and a uh, raccoon. <laughs> you, need to, you need to put a picture of that on Instagram, to. the mystery shirt. Um, um, uh, let me get my phone. I got to find my phone. It's a, it's a possum flying on like a magic carpet. Yeah, the... Um, I don't, and a, I don't a, know what to... And a raccoon behind it. Come it's on, like phone. A headpiece on. It's got like a crown on. Kind of like says, Aladdin would. It says, I can show you some trash. And it's it's basically a trash panda. Yeah. And a possum. I, it's, it's got a bunch of weird things going on in it there, but okay. Um, and you don't know where it came from. Don't know. I'm a figuring if I put something out, I will... So I mean, busy, so I haven't really put anything on Instagram. So thanks to everybody who, anybody who yeah. sent that to Joey. Yeah. But My wife will probably wear it a lot, and I will never <laughs> be able to wear it. Is it a nice, now I'm a t-shirt it's soft. soft. It yeah. is It is not like whatever witchcraft Dave put together with this thing. <laughs> I mean, I wore my, I wore that one the last two days. I didn't even, let's, I didn't let's, even clean it. So what else, what are the other things we're talking about? What else is it here in the middle of between? That's us? what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But we haven't, you haven't, you haven't told our, our listeners what you're talking about. No. Um, Mr. Pryor sent us some shirts. Yeah. Um, some unpaved shirts. Yeah. It, uh, and they are ridiculous. Re- Ridiculously, like in their long, oh, the even the, the cuffs uh, of the sleeves are so nice. They're, they're, so it says you got a friend at Unpaved of the Susquehanna River Valley, and that's so cool on the back. It's it got says all friend, all the logos, and it just says friend at the top. Yeah. It it is um, ridiculously like maybe my favorite T-shirt ever. Actually, I'm gonna redo the picture I've tonight. Never even worn it because it's that is mine, isn't it? Is that mine? Yeah, this one's yours. I left okay. it. Okay. Um, there was a third one that Jess hijacked. That's um, okay. That's okay. I was gonna... Oh, we're uh, as of after last week, we're trying to get Jess to become a regular, yeah. but you know, who so knows? Maybe that she'll happen. absorb that one. I don't know. I don't know. Wash it. If she accepts the T-shirt, she's become a regular. Yeah. So tell her that. Yeah, she's. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to fold it up. You look like you're working at the Gap or something over there. <laughs> no, I'm trying to fold it for a good picture. Ah, ah, ah okay. All of us. Well, thank you, Dave, for the for the T-shirt love. Oh, we got um, some stickers too. Um, some just to unpaved. Some stuff. All the all the stuff that you sent. Um, obviously, much. We always appreciate it. Yeah. You want me to talk about what I've got going on? Now? Yeah. So we've been on me this whole time. Yeah. Well, yeah that's um, okay. I have. Oh, look at those. I've been on the water like three or four times. Oh, these are the Nittany ones. Well, that's, that's about it. I I did. Man, I wonder if my kayak mileage just last week surpassed. No, I did like 20-something miles on my bike. Okay. Not long. Are you tracking your kayak miles, too? I need to. Ooh. Ooh. Excuse me. Yeah, I am. I, I am did. Now. Well, I did it. Oh, and then the other morning, I actually just went on a straight. I got a new boat for mm-hmm. the store, and I threw it in the rental fleet. So before I did that, I just took it out for like four miles. Right. That was peaceful. Like, it's it's really hard to go on the water without a fly rod or fish, well, <laughs> fishing rod. Well, it's this time of year. It's like early mornings are the time. Okay, I'm done. So, um... It's going to come back to you. My Roubaix wheels, you said, are in. Yes. And I'm excited to get my Roubaix back on the street. So I, I have a couple of segments that I've been chasing. And the Diverge, while I can make that bike fast. Which segments are you chasing? Um, There's one over off of Soller's Wharf. I, I'm chasing that one, like, to the eggs. Holler at Soller's? Or oh, it's called to the eggs. To the eggs, yeah. Oh, is that the one on... um. It's where you come off uh, onto McQueen. McQueen, because yeah. uh, my friends, uh, I went to school with them. They have the little egg box. Oh, is that them? Yeah. Oh, um, cool. Kyle and Megan. Okay. Yeah. So that that is a um, that's a tough segment because I think everybody else approaches it from the other direction, and I come and I have to make the sharp button hook mm-hmm. on on my route. So when I come down there, I have to make that hard right hand. That's a hard right. It, it is. It is. When you're coming the other way. You've got good visibility, and mm-hmm. you can take a lane and see if there's something coming, and you can hit the first part of that segment with a lot of momentum. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> so for me, I'm chasing it in the opposite direction. Or uh, maybe uh, maybe other people do it the other way as well. I'm not really sure. Did you have new tires to put on the Rebay? I have one new tire. 
was like, man, we gotta we gotta get you nice and tacky and buttery and yeah, put yeah, that yeah, motor yeah. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to get that back on. Man, the did that happen like pre-corona uh, or right after? No, because you were on the you were hardcore diverge. You it might have been April. I've had that bike for a while. Yeah, I think I'd taken it out for some rando thing, and, and we and half of it was. Um, QP starting to put stuff back in inventory. Yeah. We finally got the wheels while well, I was on the phone with you the other night. I haven't really missed it. I mean, you know, I'll be nice to have it back because it is, I think, a little quicker in some places. I did. Did you see my Strava last week? I had a first 200 mile week that I've had in a oh, long yeah? time. I did 207 last week. Did you do Strava Club this week? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, man, you're on it. I, I, am. Did. I did everything this week. I, uh, I was so fired up today. Joey and I talked this morning. So everybody knows we oh, talked I was, this morning. Everyone at Newark knows how excited I was. I just I, I didn't have any time in between then and now to uh sorry. I've been I've been out of respect for my wife. We live with my mother in law who uh, is elderly and obviously with the corona stuff we've been taking things very seriously and and um for the last what, probably three or four weeks. No, no, not that long. Maybe the last two or three weeks. A couple of weeks. It's, it's been like, Hey, can I, can we get together? She's like, ah, I'm not comfortable with it yet. And today was in the car, you and I were talking. And she said, yeah. And I was, I just about jumped out my skin. So I went home and immediately started doing Strava notes, doing all the show notes and everything. I'm like, it's going to be a killer episode tonight. Well, that's how I was, I was packing up. I was like, man, I'm packing up at 4.30 so I can leave as quick yeah. as I can. Do some stuff around the house real quick. It's fantastic. I feel like a little schoolgirl. Um, but some sad news. My Florida Gulf Coast tour has been canceled. Is that your like last one? I have Katy Trail in September. I'm only going to do like one tour this year. Um, when I had literally like three months booked. So, hey, you know what? It is what it is. That's just life in the age of COVID. And I've been doing a lot of fishing. So, riding my bike and fishing. That's all I'm doing. Just slaying them on both sides of the house. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it for me. So, um, let's look at... This is what everybody's been wanting to talk about. What? Emails. Instagram. Facebook, the gravel route database. Oh, really hit something really, really, really. I think I would do if if I wasn't up to my eyeballs and bikes, I think I would, would really push this too. And I think it's just happening. Oh, we are going to push it. We are going to push it. We're we're pushing it hard. Um, so we have had routes sent into us. Um, Chris Howell sent me a route. Chris started waxing his chains last night. Did he really? Oh, I meant to tell you to bring your crock pot over. I need to do that. Um, So Chris sent me a route, and he is doing some really cool stuff on Strava, or not Strava, excuse me, Ride with GPS, where he's coloring sections of routes based upon what's gravel and what's not. Um, We should hire him as a (laughs) part-timer. Really slick stuff that Chris has got going on. Um, And so I'm excited about that. Um, Justin has sent us a couple of routes, and Casey, that just... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> that one hit hard, didn't it? <laughs> uh, I didn't swallow all of it. Um, Casey that just upgraded his um, Patreon pledge also sent in a route. Now, this this is how it's done, folks. This is, this is how it's done. And I want to read to you what he sent. Um, and and I, I got psyched about this route just reading this. Did you see this email and read it? I don't get the email. Okay. So. Um, so obviously he sent a route link, which is on Ride with GPS. Uh-huh. He sent a little um, image link with a whole bunch of photos yep. of the ride, and here's the write up for the ride. And this doesn't get you stoked to ride this ride. I don't know what will. This is the description: The Pennsylvania forests have been busier than ever, so I've been looking for some roads less traveled, and this route hits the target. This course sits just north of the unpaved route in the Bald Eagle State Forest between Route 192 and Interstate 80. For those familiar with unpaved, these roads have a similar surface. Listen to this. Old, hard-packed gravel Mm. with some loose stuff in the corners and on the crown of the road. Mm. The climbs are not as long or high as unpaved, but they can be punchy. There are tons of options in this area, but this route is a 37-mile loop. Doesn't that sound perfect? That's like the that's, that's a good that's mileage. A sweet spot number. Yeah. A 37-mile loop beginning and ended ending in RB Winter State Park where you can find restrooms and water in the warmer months. You start listen to this description of this ride is just it's so good. 
you start with a gradual climb up Sand Mountain Road that gets a bit steep toward the top. The downhill on Cooper Mill is steep and twisty, but then you turn on to a more gradual descent along Spruce Run. Listen to this. Spruce Run is my idea of a perfect gravel descent. It's long, straight, and gradual. You can hit 35 miles per hour with minimal pucker. That is just, is that like to a T right there? Minimal pucker, fast, long, straight, gradual. The climb up running gap is challenging, but it's not too long. And then it's downhill to White Deer Creek Road. I'm no fisherman, but if you're into that, this is the place to break out the rod. White Deer Creek Road climbs very gradually before you hit some steep rollers on Garden Hollow, Brian, and McCall Dam. Before you start descending McCall Dam, turn right on Angle for about a half mile to check out Black Gap. So we got a vista. You could continue on Angle and reconnect at the bottom of the hill. And here's a was an option that would cut out seven miles. So if you wanted to bring it backwards from 37 to 30, mm. you've got a little little out. But sticking to the 37-mile route, we'll go back to McCall Dam Road, descend down McCall Dam State Park. McCall Dam State Park is really more of a picnic area. There are restrooms, but I've never seen them unlocked, and there is no potable water. It, that's exactly the kind of stuff you need in the descriptions for routes. That's why I wanted to describe. Yeah. That's and it, I, right there. I asked for that, and you did it. But the park is worth cruising through, especially if you're looking for some fishing spots. Climbing back out of the park, still on McCall Dam Road, you'll reach Black Gap Road just before you hit the summit. Black Gap is one of the prettiest roads in Pennsylvania, in my opinion, and it meanders slightly downhill through some old pine forest. Can't you just picture that? I mean, I just, that's, that gets my mojo going. Nice gradual up and downs await on Angle and Tunis before you intersect with Route 192 at the 35-mile mark. From there, it's just two miles and some hard top back to RB Winter, where you can cool off in one of Pennsylvania's most beautiful mm. mountain lakes. Does that just put the icing on the top of that ride? Just the cherry on the top of the, the Sunday? Um, I think this route is a nice survey of an underutilized section of the Bald Eagle State Forest. You can connect it to hundreds of miles of gravel roads to the north in Tidotten or to the south through unpaved country. There are no water or food stops along the way, but if that's a concern, you could start in the middle of the route to fill... Wait a minute. You could start in the middle. I would suggest the intersection of Breon and Garden Hollow, and that would put RB Winter closer to the middle of the route, which is where water is. You can also run the route in reverse, though I find the climbing to be a more, bit more painful in that direction. Camping is available at RB Winter State Park for a nightly fee, but there are a bunch of primitive car camping spots along and near the route that are free with the reservation. It's definitely worth picking up a purple lizard map of Bald Eagle State Forest to locate good camping and chart other routes. Is that not like... I've been looking at the map the whole time you've been doing it. Is that not brilliant though? Oh yeah. I mean... Everything about oh everything about the ride was perfect. It, it proves the point where I would. It's one get, of those areas where I would definitely pick Pennsylvania over North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. The whole area because Mifflinburg is right out there. Um, State College is there. Like that's the best part of PA. But if we could get a I database, go ride it. if we could get a database of these, of oh yeah, exactly this. When people are like yeah enthused and like yeah. have a little passion for it, and you got photos, you've got the route link that you can download. Um, it gives you things to do before and after with like stopping, like when you're done, you jump in the yeah. lake. Um, wow, man, I, bravo. I, I gotta, cl- yeah. And well it's right by Penn's Creek outside Mifflinburg, which is like well, huge brown trout. Well done, Casey. Absolutely outstanding. Outstanding. Um, I mean, Rothrock's just southwest of there. Like, unpaved route is right around there. Mifflinburg's right there. Lewisburg. I mean, it's. Man, I would almost like you could go up there for like a week vacation of riding. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. with a gravel database, you can spend you every could day riding. String a whole bunch of stuff together. Yeah, I, you know that's just uh, Jersey Shore, uh, Pennsylvania is north of there, which is not the same as Jersey Shore, where my wife is from. Yeah, but Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania, is the 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 oh yeah southern end terminus of uh, Pine Creek. Yep. So all of that oh, I'm saying like, together. Man, that part of it's awesome, awesome Pennsylvania. I wish it wasn't so far Ooh. away. Pennsylvania, it's not far. 
well done pennsylvania well done pennsylvania well done casey yep. um very excited to, to that's see not far at all let's just go i i agree 37 mile route that's in camp and jump in a lake all you gotta do is remember to take your own beer done take beer i'm gonna take my fly done. rods too so turning from that excitement to some i don't know downer news yeah before Did we go you there. see? Do you follow Rich um, from? Remember Rich from Unpaved? Met, yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. I think that's the guy that reminded me of Spike from Portlandia, right? Oh, he also looks just like my close friend Pat Welsh. From, okay, like it was funny, <laughs> Rich. If you listen, we've Rich, all given you yeah, different. He was listening for a while after Unpaved, and I got I got to text him because remember Rich wanted to do the double. Oh, yes, yeah. I remember that, and I was like totally ready to go up. And we were texting, and I was like, all right, maybe I'll do a little ride with him, and I'll, I'll like, man a pit stop for him, and we'll, you know, we'll have a drink. And he, um, I think he did each Rothrock route over the last couple of weeks uh, for them, because he lives, uh, he, he's, like, an accounting professor at Penn State. Okay. Maybe I said too much about him. Sorry if you're in the uh, nah. witness protection, Rich. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, um he uh, and he lives, I think, right outside Rothrock. He did all the uh, the different courses and different rides. I did. I did feel bad, you know, because I was talking to Tanya about going up, and, and she was really excited about people coming up and doing their own virtual Rothrocks yeah. and that kind of stuff. But I, I just, I don't think I was. Ready. I think it's still too close. I mean, yeah. Despite the news right now, there's still a pandemic. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was a little too. Um, you know, I it, it took a lot just to get me to come ten minutes down the road to oh, see yeah. your kitchen. So. Now October might be a little different in that True area that. of Pennsylvania. True that might run into Dave. True that in the middle of yeah. you know Lewisburg. So a little bit and along those same lines, a little bit of bad news. Um, Dirty kitten gravel did actually go ahead and cancel, which is no surprise. Um, but they really did. Now it, it, hats off to Alex and Chris. Um, I, I think that the options that they get that they gave. And the manner in which they went about and the way they explained it, spot on. It says, with great disappointment that we officially announced the cancellation of 2020 Dirty Kitten Gravel Race. Although not much of a surprise considering the current situation, this is a hard reality for us to accept. I think that says it right there. It's a hard reality. Oh, yeah. And they're so invested in what Dirty, the Dirty Kitten brand and what they're doing with that. And it's so exciting to see that and to have this, like, it come up and bite you that first year in or second year in. Over the last few months, we have watched events cancel one after another, but maintained hope that we would be able to be, move ahead with Dirty Kitten Gravel Race this summer. Sadly, that is not the case, and we believe that canceling our originally scheduled events is the most responsible and fair decision at this time. But th- this is what was so classy about it. All of the options they gave for people that had registered. You could defer your entry fee. It was like basically if you could think of something that you could do, they gave you that option. You could defer the entry fee. You could get a full refund, obviously minus the bike reg fees because mm-hmm. bike reg is going to get their money. Um, you can use it as a bike reg credit towards another Dirty Kitten event, which I think might be a little bit of a hint that there might be more than one thing coming up in that their world. Mm. So that's interesting. Um, or you had the option to donate to a local Culpeper charity, which is to be determined. So, I mean, whatever whatever you could think you could possibly want to do, yeah. they gave you that option. You didn't have to like like badger them or say, hey, I'd rather do it this way. It was like, and, and I'm going to bet you if somebody came to them and said, uh, could we do it this way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you they would say, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. You know? And I did. I got an email from... Um, Cynthia Frazier over at Gravista. Yeah. Gravista? Gravista? Gravista. Well, it depends we, uh, on we never, yeah. we, you know. My sister-in-law, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, and I, I guess they'd send an email asking people what they were wanted to do with their entry fees. Um, and I had totally spaced out on it, didn't respond. And so she sent me a message. She's like, well, you need to tell us what you want to do. And so I just told them, I was like, just keep the money, put it towards something useful out there. I don't, I, you know, was it 40 bucks or whatever? Yeah. I, you know, it's a lot of time those people put into it. Yeah, but I, I understand that you know that's everybody's not in that position. Everybody's not, you know, every everybody's situation is a little different. And that's that's a uh, it happens. Could be considerable money. So uh, sad thing, uh, Alex and Chris, but you guys uh, showing the class of the Dirty Kitten Gravel brand. So I can get behind that and dig it. So this next section might crash before you finish it. Garmin today announced two new Edge computers, the Edge 1030 Plus 
and its baby brother, the Edge 130. They follow the same pattern um, as in the previous models, where the 1030 Plus is the larger touchscreen, and the 130 is a smaller form factor, but with buttons. Oh, there it just it just crashed. It just crashed. We got garbage. And we're down. <laughs> now, the, the 1030 Plus... Uh, it was doing an update, sorry. I, <laughs> and you never want to deny Garmin its opportunity to update. Um, it boasts... I don't know how they pull this off or how they say this, but it says it boasts a 24-hour battery life. Now, does that mean 24 hours? Like, you go out, like, GPS 24 hours, and it would survive, like, doing dirty dirty kit, uh, dirty cans or something like that? I, I don't know. Um but their big marketing push seems to center around the fact that you can easily sync indoor and outdoor workouts, tapping into performance metrics and other related updates to that in that vein. So, Man, there is too much on these cycling computers now. That 1030 plus is guy. I looked at it on the website. Holy Are cow. you looking at it now? I, I didn't even know it came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> it came out today? It, yeah. Oh, they announced, I don't feel they too announced it today. So the 1030, I think, has been out. This is the 1030 plus. And oh, the, the plus. 130 plus. plus. I don't know. I, I used to have a 1000 and it was okay. Yeah. I, they're expensive. That 1030 plus retails <laughs> like for $599. Oh, it was close by a dollar. And, and the 130 is $199. What's the $400 difference in Big Brother, Little Brother? I, I, I guess there's more. More navigation and routing in the big screen and the touch screen, I think, was sort of the thing. It's called the 130. So the 130, and and I think there is a 130 that's been out. Oh, yeah, I think they've had it. The 130 Plus. This is what everyone needs is the 130, you know, just basic four uh, four screens, some numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all you really need. You know, actually, it does way more than that, it looks like. It does a whole lot more than that. I want my old 500 back. I've still got a 520 that I've had for four or five years now. I'm going to run an E-Trex on my uh, handlebars. As long as it, I got those yellow. Uh, <laughs> I still have one. I got one of those things that like it's got the little the thing that rubs on your wheel and it uh. and it makes the light come on and it records how many times your wheel goes. <laughs> <laughs> those are bike computers back in my day. Back in my day, Joey. The amount of people that... <laughs> Back in my day, Grandma would would run well, alongside. That's who we're getting in. Uh, Counting off paces. Computers. <laughs> you know, I freaking hate those computers. The like fifty dollar wireless. Oh, they're, they, they're horrible. And everyone thinks you like something's wrong with it. You're going to be the wizard. I'm like, I don't know how these. You know, uh, uh, yeah. Should you turn it off and back on and check the battery? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you do that and it doesn't work. And they're like, "Were well, you going to give me a new one?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> Like, try buy a, turn buy a phone case, maybe. <laughs> you know, that's the thing is everybody boasts about like this 1030 plus with its big three inch screen. My phone has got like <laughs> a much bigger touch screen than that. So I, uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, I like my Wahoo Roam. I'm liking my Garmin Instinct watch, which I put a link in the show notes to. So if anybody is interested, just pop right on down into the show notes and click that Amazon yeah, have link. Have you seen my Garmin Instinct? Mine's what? cooler. Why is yours cooler? Because I'm wearing it. Wearing <laughs> look how cool I am. <laughs> that you look like a you look like a um, a surfer guy or something over there. Your Hawaiian shirt, and your big watch. Go for that Jimmy Buffett look. It's good. You got you pulling it off. So we got a listener email. Um, now. Okay, Jason. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hope y'all are doing great. Started listening to the podcast around six months ago when I was in the throes of starting to design a new gravel bikepacking rig with a local frame builder, Tempest Bicycles, here in Hunter Valley in... What what is NSW? It's in Australia. What is NSW, though? NSW Australia. I should have done my homework on that. Sorry, Jace. Uh, I caught up on a lot of the older episodes on the many late-night long drives to and from my frame builder's workshop. Anyway, the rig is finally built up and is a beast. If interested, you can check it out on his Instagram, at Jace Lynch. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So we have a listener in Australia? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool, huh? We got one down under. <laughs> and I should have read it with an Australian accent. I don't know. We just <laughs> lost a listener, Brian. <laughs> well, anyway. We had one. <laughs> anyway, while specking out the bike, I was totally anal about every stupid little detail, as you should be, I think, right? 
you know. Eh, just throw something on there. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that particularly did my head in was tire choice. What was the best option at the optimum width with the right tread, subtle sidewalls, tubeless, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. So anyway, I decided to build a mini databasey thing. <laughs> that sounded very Australian. A mini databasey website thing that would help me find tires. Then I figured other people could probably use it too. Hence the birth of Rubber Lover. Which is <laughs> that's just as bad as a ginger grinder. <laughs> rubber Lover. It's not .com. It's rubberlover.cc. It's still in its infancy, and I'm working on adding two, adding new brands and features. But I wanted to share with some other nerds and get your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So if we have emotions. Anywho, thanks again for the great podcast. Always look forward to the new episode Holy each week. Cow. Love you. Bye, Jace. And it is pink and yellow, and it is pretty fun. <laughs> now, if you, do, are you clicking through it? The website? Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you clicking through it? So you can basically filter. It just like, keeps going and going and it's, going. It's like a giant list of tires, but then you can filter it. You can say, I want this tire between this width, and I want this color, and I want this type of tread. And it'll give you all of the different options that are out there. Now, the first time I tried it, it was down. So immediately, I, you know, I think Jay sent me an email. And he's like, oh, dude, as soon as I send that to you, it's offline. But it's back up now. I played with it the other day. Um, it's pretty cool, I, I think. I think it's pretty neat. Now, if there were like pictures that you could click on and actually see the tire, too. He's got T-shirts and face masks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rubber lover. Rubber lover. I love <laughs> Land lover. <laughs> anyway, good job on the website, Databasey Thingy. Um, and hopefully some folks can find it. We'll link up to it, to the website. We'll link up to your Insta so people can check out the build that you put together. Good job, man. Yeah. Good job. Any, I love it that people are out there. Yeah. being cre- They be creative, putting things together that other people may or may not find useful, but you're like, I found it useful. So there's probably somebody else out there that can use this. So here it is. And and it's out there and he's telling people about it and he's spending time with it and making stuff happen. So much love, much love. Ah, Strava club, Joey. Yes, I did update uh, the Strava club. They are all real. Uh, no made up names. Hey, look, Cameron Rush made it. Mm-hmm. 161.6 from Lincoln. I'm just jumping right into that. Yeah, that's what the first you should one. do. Should do. Cameron is a supporter of the pod. Yes, he is. Um, Much Bruce, love. Much love from Bruce Carolyn. Mort from, I thought I said Prince Frederick, from Frederick, Maryland, had 154.2. Now, I used to always get Frederick, Maryland, and Prince Frederick confused before I lived in oh. Calvert County. When I was a kid, I did. <laughs> uh, ooh, Chicago, Illinois. Sean Scott with 161.9. They're all like huddled right together there. Yeah. I did the random. You numbers. have one sixty one point six and one sixty one point nine. I know. I I just I think they were like one number. You drinking? Apart. No, I was doing random. I do Google. Unlike you, I just don't make numbers off of my head. I, I just I tell Jess shout out through numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is kind of like a you've got your own built in na- random yeah. number generator. I have one. It's called Google, and I just kept hitting the button. So, uh, to break I mean, this number goes up. I think a mile or two every week. To break in the top one hundred, mm-hmm. it was one forty four point seven. It's a bunch of miles. Um, we're up to 589 from 584 because a couple weeks ago we had a decrease and then we're leveled back out and now we're up again. Oh, I think people are coming back to Strava. They've gone over and they've tried something else <laughs> and now they're like, oh, I need to be on Strava, don't I? It's funny how people use Strava like Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. People, and no offense. You were like, hey, did you see my ride? I'm like, people do that to me all. Mm-hmm. Now I am the face of America and bike shops. Yeah. And they come into, the, hey, did you see this on Strava? I'm like, no. Oh, you I'm were the next person. Hey, I'm like, you were quoted in Bicycling Magazine. I was. So. Well, I made Bay Weekly too last week. Do you want an autograph? Did you? I published twice. What did you put in there? One bike, one paddle sports. Nice. A nice phone interview. Nice. I was going to be in Chesapeake Angler, but then uh, yeah. well, not I, really you, in Chesapeake Angler. You could be in there anytime you uh, want. <laughs> um, I, in fact, I told you you should write something for the magazine. Uh, maybe I'll start. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, Bay Weekly lady um, called me about paddle sports stuff because the boom of that. Yeah. That's funny because awesome. if you read the article that Celine wrote now, if you read it now, but think I think she did most of that stuff at the end of March, the amount of stuff that's happened between the interviews and then now is ridiculous yeah. with bike shops. Yeah. Maybe she'll do a follow-up. Uh, you need to. Um, well, you know, by the time you do the follow-up, it'll all be... I I, I'm worried about what's going to happen. I, like I said, I worried about June. It was like... 
if nobody's got any bikes left to sell, it's going to be like a big crash. Maybe. So I'm hoping that these manufacturers are, are on top of their game. Dude, I think some of these bike shops want to break down. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I want to take July. Jonathan off. from Family Bike Shop. So it's shot him a couple messages, and he posted the other day he had two new bikes in the store one oh. one e bike and one like used twenty inch kids bike. <laughs> oh, but they were they were like our shop where everything is repaired. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny to walk into the shop. I, know I talked about it last week, yeah. so I don't want to re- re- beat, um, beat that drum. But they may not have heard me last week talk about it over all the static. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's so good to be back in the it same is. space. I'm hopeful that our sounds. Uh, but yes, spot. people come up to me and like, oh, this Strava, this Strava. Like, uh, I get on. I don't even. I don't even get on Strava after I uploaded my ride the other day. It's what? still probably like morning ride. You know, I haven't been naming my not morning wood, but ride. I I I would go through like these phases where I would like take some pictures on rides and I yeah. would like you know listen to music and I would think about ride names and earworms and stuff and then I'll go through a phase of like a week it's like I just click the button and I was like I don't even look at it yeah and but then I'll be like all back in it's basically a social network for athletes is what it comes down yeah. to Strava it's fun but I don't want to get sucked in but if you want to get sucked in go to strava.com forward slash clubs forward slash gravel travel dirt we are smooth i know do you see what i'm learning from you our segues our our little our little lead-ins have been just spot on money uh i did all the this or that's this week you did yes i did so if anybody has a grief with them because i think they're pretty good um then you can complain to wes because I don't. I don't know that he'll <laughs> listen to it or respond. I, we we didn't even we didn't even talk about the big pink elephant in the room, the the fact that Wes is oh. in here again. Well, we might have Wes for quite some time. Yeah, Wes has fired him. Uh, Wes has got some schedule changes, and we're trying to figure out how that's going to play into the world of podcasting and whether it plays into the world of podcasting. So, um, we'll hear from him from time to time, but uh, I think regular occurrences might be down. So we'll see. We'll see how all that plays out. Uh, we miss him, um, and we might talk uh, to him at Unpaved. <laughs> it's funny though. He's. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he'll come to Unpaved, but if he comes to Unpaved, do you think he's going to be in any shape? I mean, the shape that he was in last year was one thing. Do you think he's going to be in riding shape for Unpaved this year? No, sitting in we're like house. going through the neighborhood, <gasps> you know, like doing the typical West breezy thing. Like, it's like, dude, we're West, on the, we're not even on the gravel yet, we're buddy. We're on the bike trail, Wes. <laughs> oh. Although I will say this. I, love, I would love to go do the 50-mile course with Wes right I now. Will, I will relive this. I, I, I think about this quite a bit, the doing the neutral rollout uh-huh. and and, and oh, me. <laughs> the three like, of us, oh me, my. you and Larry out front. And and uh, yeah, that was That was one of the coolest gravel things. Yeah, that was and and I raced with Ted King before at Dirty Kansas. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Well, te- <laughs> well technically, yes. Technically, I started unpaid before Ted King yeah, and, and I finished, finished before. before Ted King. <laughs> no, actually, did I? Did yeah. I? Oh, I did. Okay. Did did you um I, I did a lot less miles. I don't want to like mess up our smooth segues, but did you see his uh, King of the Ride? His yes, his video. Uh, I haven't watched video yet. I his, watched his, the video. Um, I think Ansel Dickey or whatever. He has a he has a guy that he's a really good cyclist too. Um, yeah. Does all his videos for his King of the Ride channel. Uh-huh. That was a good video. It was like fifteen minutes and I, his three hundred and twenty mile thirty five thousand feet. I've still got to watch that. I, Highly I, recommend it. I've got it on my watch later list on my YouTube account. Right, I so don't have a lot of bike stuff on that anymore. This or that's. This or that's. Um, Ooh. Number one, deer flies or a perpetual headwind? Headwind. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's like a slam that dunk. Is... We, did, we went over and did Blackwater last yeah. uh, about a week ago. And uh, and back where you come off of the water when you do that route and you you know you circle the top side yeah. of Blackwater National Wildlife and then you go down into like the sticks and the farmlands on the south side and it was deer fly like like you wouldn't believe it was like and you could not keep enough speed to keep them off of you mm-hmm. it was just just miserable it's like if you turn around you could see a little black cloud behind you yeah. Yeah, or they're just thumping into the side of your head, oh, or I, I hate I, fly. Oh, oh man, ugh, I cannot stand deer flies. I'll take a, I'll take mosquitoes um, over deer flies. I just hate any insects. Day. Yeah, there was that night we went kayak fishing around. 
Oh, with those little gnats? Oh, man, those things, I almost oh, teared up. Yeah, the little teeny they're, tiny oh, nose They get between your glasses and your yeah, eyes. Yeah. and just. <laughs> oh, they were horrible. I got in my truck to come here tonight, and there was a tick on the dashboard of my truck. Huh. And it was one of those Lone Star ticks had the white dot on the back oh, of yeah. it that gives you the- Is that what they're called? Yeah, Lone Star is the ones that make you, give you alpha gal. What is that? Alpha gal. Is that itchy? The, it, no, it makes you allergic to red meat. Could oh, you, I thought that was just Lyme disease. No. I'm actually, I don't crave red meat anymore. I've had steak three times since Corona. So my my mother has alpha gal. She's had it for about five years mm. before they even knew what it was. And that is a miserable disease. She cannot have. The, the only meat she can have is. Oh, Mr. Oster has that, I think. Fish, if it swims or flies. So you can have fish, it seafood. flies and dies. And you can have like turkey and chicken and stuff like that. No red meat, no pork. Can you imagine going through life without bacon? Ooh. I couldn't. I did have a tick bite that after a week finally stopped itching on my side. Yeah. Hate that. Wow. All right. Okay. Number two, summertime heat. Okay. That's just the setting. That's the context. It is the summertime. It's the warm time of the year. Cycling cap or naked head under the helmet. Do you mm. stick with the cap when it's super hot out? I just not wearing my cap. You can, I only wear it in the cooler because I don't have, I have, I have more hair than you, but I don't have a lot of hair. But bare naked just sounds like a sun uh, sunburn. That's well. I mean, you got hair. Oh, you I want na- hair. I want naked head in the sun. Well, okay, that that's you. I I wear a lot of cycling caps usually, but when it starts this time of year, I want the. Well, I I I have I never wore a cycling cap until, until I got that Walls cap at Philly Bike Expo, and I wanted it because it was getting cold. Yeah, and I can't get on my bike now without it. Because mm-hmm. I, the idea, you're talking about with the bugs and the deer flies and stuff, like you're going down the road and you get flies in your yeah. helmet and they're on your head and just, it, it, it gr- grosses me out. So I'm, I'm with the cat and it also acts as like a sweat yeah. thing. So I'm, or I'm, until I ran into it one time on a really hot day, uh-huh. it just kept sucking up the sweat yeah. and then you put your head down a little bit. And it would all run like, down. What is it? Like, is it raining? <laughs> and you look up and nothing. You go back down and you're flying down the road. <laughs> And it's just your sweat coming back and hitting you in the face. I'd rather do that than just drip down in my eyeballs. At least okay. I have eyeballs. A third item on this or that. And this is more of a touring thing. I, I, I dipped into my, my world of experience with the bike tours. Um, would you prefer paper, cue sheets, or to have to follow a slower rider for route information? So you're always having to be behind the turtle. Ooh. To get your turn so you don't get lost. Or you got to be continually pulling that, like, falling apart, sweaty kind of piece of paper with little left turn arrows and all that other nonsense. Well. No, you don't have a computer and you don't have a phone. No. This is, if you're going to follow a route, it's either a, a sweaty paper cue sheet or following the turtle. Um, Probably going to follow the turtle. I mean, I don't want to go back to... These always bring up stories, but... I usually don't do a lot of rides where I don't know where I'm going. But sure. dirty, the year I did Dirty Kansas, mm. I only pulled out my cue sheets at like mile 120. There's a reroute. Okay. Otherwise, I just kind of just right there. Did you just, people went that. Yeah. You just followed the route? Yeah. Followed I, I had a Garmin 1000, which was great, but I was afraid to do too much with it because I thought it was going to kill the battery. Yeah. Um, and my lovely girlfriend at the time, she's my wife now, not another girlfriend, um, just laminated my cue sheets. Oh. And I, I have them till this day. Really? They sit on my workbench at work. And she wrote notes on the back of each one of them. Oh, I'd like to see those. Yeah. Next time I'm in the shop, I'd like to see those. So um, I I'm going to follow the slow rider. I, I, so we lead from the rear. So I always have to kind of follow the slower <laughs> rider anyway. <laughs> so I would probably stick with that. I cannot stand paper cue sheets. Laminate them. I just, no, I just can't stand paper cue sheets. They're always a mess. Um, last item, totally un- Ooh. Cycling related, at a movie. If anybody remembers way back, way back in the what are movies days when people would be able to go to these these rooms where you would sit in these big rows of seats and see a, a TV show projected on a wall in front like of a church. You. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a screen church. <laughs> um, so if we ever go back to movies again, do you prefer candy or popcorn? I'm a popcorn lover. Like yeah, yeah. I, I am too. I, I something Nothing about the beats smell. movie theater. And the candy's always so overpriced. Not that the popcorn's not, 
but at least you get at volume. You get a, at least if you buy like the souvenir bucket, you get to keep it. And your wife's yeah. like, "What are you doing with this?" And like three years later, you're like, uh, it's what? still sitting there. Do you do you get the the um, refillable bucket up at Calvert? At Calvert. The only time I bought refillables, was, like the actual plastic one you could take home, was like Star Wars. So we it have just holds the, junk. We have the refillable one. Oh, can you use that anytime? Yeah, you can use it anytime. It's only four bucks to get it refilled, oh, right? So, so you buy it for a year. Yeah. And for any time you go back to the movies during the year, that that's the, the year for that bucket. So here's what we do. You know, you're not allowed to take um, food into the movie theater or drinks or anything? You're not allowed to. Yeah. Well, so I've gotten I've gotten yelled at one time by <laughs> the movie manager, Dweeb, about having a Coke in a movie. But what we do with that is because it's hard to carry all that stuff in. We fill their bucket up. With candy and sodas and water <laughs> and stuff and carry it in and then distribute it and then I take the bucket back out and fill it up with popcorn. Yeah. So it's a life hack for everybody. Sly guy. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Tuesdays or something, Easton, the the small Easton theater that like some of the theater rooms had like 10 seats because hmm. it's Easton and the Eastern Shore. Yeah. Um, what you doing over there? <laughs> what you doing over there? <laughs> oh, bless you. I didn't know. I we think they going. did like dollar... And again, we're done with this. Or... Dollar fill-up days. Okay. Whatever you... You could bring in like a 20-foot bag of popcorn. <laughs> oh, and you could just fill up with a reason. Yeah. I think you paid a dollar or five bucks. You f- you filled up what you brought. Oh. And it comes in threes. And there it is. <laughs> Do you mind coming like 20s? Oh, no. Here we go. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely two. I'm also a popcorn guy. Um, let's see... That I think about wraps us up this week, Joe. We've been hitting our hour mark like really well. We we're we've we've got this oh, thing. I feel like we just started because it's we haven't done this in a while. I just want to keep going. In. Um, anything else over there before we shut it down? I have one thing. If you don't have anything, um, let me go no. ahead and give my thing. I have a customer super six, Chris, that is new out of the box. I gotta finish up for him. Is that a Canada? Yes, I love it. And uh, last time I I built his, I did work on his System 6 right after he got it, which mm-hmm. is the Air Road bike. He told yeah. me to go ride it. I remember that. So I did an average show loop with it. I got like a couple of my fastest segment times. That was not that long ago. No. Yeah. Well, he told me, he's like, hey, if you want to go ride the Super 6 on an average show loop. <laughs> and then I'm like legitimately like one of the first few rides, like first ride on it. And I'm like, oh, I might do it. <laughs> I would. Absolutely. Um, I think those- he likes that. Those of you, well, yeah, because then you talk about it. Yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah Joey Ruckham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, a little side note. You guys out there have all heard us talk sort of ad nauseum about our money, Aftershocks, bone conduction headphones. Oh, yeah. Just as an FYI, this is nothing totally unrelated. to. We don't get anything out of this, but they are 20% off this week headed into Father's Day. So you're going to hear this on Thursday. So... Friday, I think Saturday, they'll still be on sale, maybe. Uh, 20%, that's that's a big chunk of change right there. Anything else? No, there was Rash. something I was... Rash. Oh, well, Rash. I'll save it for Rash. next week. Rash. I don't remember. I just want to keep talking. This is <laughs> Well, let's do another podcast episode. Yeah. Oh, let, yeah, let's do another podcast. <laughs> I think we will. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. This is a listener-supported podcast by some of the most amazing, incredible, and wonderful people um, like Casey on Patreon or PayPal. And Casey not only upped his ante this last week, but he also sent us uh, a magnificent, well-written uh, Ride with GPS ride for the Gravel Route database that's coming soon. Our show can be found wherever you find your favorite podcast. Joey, I'm guessing this is your new job. What uh, do people mm. need to do if they want to reach us on the dark web? Uh, also, I think Larry did a bicycling event recently, so he should be a little bit more sane. Yeah, he did. Like Big Bear. Yeah. Um, GravelTravelDirt.com. It will be the hub for the Gravel database. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll have a link to that uh, rubber site off of that, too. Yeah. <laughs> rubber lovers. <laughs> rubber lovers. Uh, <laughs> um, our Instagram, which I keep saying I'm going to be more active on, but um, <laughs> is that Mid-Atlantic GTD. We have a lot of good content on there. but Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, I think we sent out a voicemail uh, competition. We've had like one. Does Dennis win somehow? Perhaps I don't know. He, he should. For, for the, he probably, I don't know if we have any small t-shirts left. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I don't um, think so. I don't, I don't know. know what size. He's like a medium. Um, 410-231-3850. Leave us a voicemail. 
of some sorts. I don't care what it is. Um, tell us how you've been dealing with Corona and cycling and all this bull crap. Yeah. Um, and I don't usually check it until this time of the day, and I'm not going <laughs> to do it right now. It's ask, hashtag SGTD uh, for any questions. Excellent. So, so Mid-Atlantic, I am so happy to be able to read this exactly the way I'm going to. Mid-Atlantic Gravel Travel and Dirt is recorded this week right in Joey's kitchen. Right at the kitchen table. I'm so excited about that. Uh, thanks for riding along with us. Until next time, you know what to do. Do good. Be nice. Go slow. And hey, go slow. You, you don't have to go slow to go slow. You can go slow moving fast. Just enjoy that moment, right? <laughs> That's all it's about. Respect others and stay healthy. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Bye.